0: Andos, test the mic. Sup, Dossie out here on the track, ready to attain the bag. Can you speak more into the mic, please? Adjusted. Dossie's still out here. Speaking more into the mic. dudes
1: i be chilling. i be chilling like a supervillain in my Uber, chilling. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Andy's, Andy's been rocked. <laughs> Andy's been rocked by two stars. <laughs> <Andy>. <laughs> saying, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Who's going to bring us in? Andos. <coughs> Have you got a jump in a conclusion, Andos?
2: Yeah. Sweet. Just and also remember to give a bit of a rap about the show, yeah? About what we try to do. Yeah? Not Three. Not hard, I'm
0: definitely going to put that up. Yeah, we know. Three, <laughs> two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Wrap. It's going to be hot, it's going to be steamy, both in the broom and in the conversation. Um, for those who don't know, what we like to do here on The Wrap is we like to give our views on some uh, certain issues, we like to think we have a fair and balanced view on uh, certain issues. Facts and logic, that's what we like. A little bit of emotion as well, but you know, we're going with it. Alex,
2: how are you today, mate? I'm going great, Guns, mate. Um... Coming off Parras first round, first round in a very long time last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parras playing great guns, uh, got a game go today, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, good mood in general, I think. Um, lot to cover today, but I'm excited.
0: Yeah, uh, that's very nice, Dougal.
1: How are you, mate? Oh, I'm pretty sick and a little bit ill. Uh. I've I've <laughs> made that joke before on the podcast. <laughs> so um, I'm going to do my best, but. You we know, may not you be getting trooper, the best Dougal. You might be getting about
2: 85%. Look, We might be getting like a 13, 14 Dougal. NBA Classic teams. Okay. Ah, okay. Not a great start there, yeah. but moving, <laughs> uh, moving, moving swiftly
0: it. on. <laughs> jumping to conclusions. Uh, for those who don't know what that is, we make a bit of an outlandish statement um, that we try to justify at the end of the show. We pick the one that we think is the most interesting. So, um, Alex, you've said you've got quite a controversial
2: one—one one that might, might take us off the air. Yep. Um. I. I yep. All right. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna do it. Uh, girls don't have friends. Better girls. Sounds a bit silly.
0: No, I think I think there's definite logic in that. Um. do girls. Definitely, definitely. Yeah,
2: girls don't have friends who are girls. Definitely not best friends. Mm. So a, did, a wise, a wise
0: man, a wise man once told me one of the most evil things in the world is a conglomeration of teenage girls. I've heard that. Did he
1: say conglomeration?
0: No, I'm paraphrasing from. You're
1: um, paraphrasing with the word conglomeration.
2: <laughs> good to hear, yeah. Anders. Birththesaurus.com uh, <laughs> dot <com. laughs> yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Doings what's yours? I bet Duke. this is gonna be hot trash. My,
1: I think it's quite a good conclusion. Um, but it is a bit touching. I don't know how, I don't know how to be received. Um, which is that, um, taking a leak outside the bathroom is always way more satisfying than taking a leak inside the bathroom.
0: I did, um, I saw a Facebook, a meme on Facebook, um, this week where it was, uh, like one of those yes or no things. And it was taking a piss in your backyard when you have a fully functioning toilet. I got a love heart react from me. Beautiful meme. So I think there's some serious potential in that.
2: Well, that's a nice little endorsement for Ados. He mm. doesn't give those out, willy-nilly I don't. All right. What's yours, big man? Well, um,
0: mine. Last week I had a fashion-related one uh, about. I other had a boots. fashion-related
2: one
1: several times. I think.
0: Since I'm quite the fashionista myself, <laughs> I think that. Um, Tell that footy shorts. <laughs> look, mate. <laughs> it's practicality. Uh little
2: from a cloth you got going on as well. Thank
0: off. you. I'm actually shaving my head next week, so if you uh, want to see Shaved Head Dossy, give us a like little and a subscribe. Little subscribe. Little like and subscribe. But mine is that um you You're a bat that. you are a bat like if you wear flat cap if you wear flat caps. What about this one? It's exactly where I got my inspiration <laughs> from. So that, what if I put it backwards? It was, that's disgusting <laughs> I was not sure whether I was going to take attack flat caps themselves or the people that wear flat caps but um I've gone for the people you're a battler if you wear flat caps I agree
2: I concur there was a period where flat, cap, flat caps were cool yeah um and like the NBA ones particularly you yeah know, like new one of ones um and Celtics ones yeah They're one cool.
0: of my my coaches Julian Kazoo wears flat caps all the time well that, he, that's uh, all you need to know uh-huh. good man but seven
2: footer with a handle <laughs> all right Andos, what is on the agenda for today? Well,
0: we need to pick what, what conclusion we're, we're picking. How um, about
1: um, Andy's conclusion this afternoon that Kamaru Usman was behind John <laughs> Jones, the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in the <laughs> UFC? I admitted I was
0: wrong. I admitted I was wrong. It was a spare-of-the-moment uh, out-there comment, and I was wrong.
2: I would also like to uh, nominate Andy's other conclusion <laughs> of the afternoon, which was that um, you can't be the best player on your team if you're a centre, and you, if you can't handle the ball. Yeah just ridiculous. The only,
0: the only exception to that is big because he's on like the fourth worst team in the NBA and they've got hot trash other than him.
2: Andy likes Andy likes uh, exceptions
0: to the rule. He loves the rules that have exceptions. Are we are we done done on this? <laughs> so Dougal's. which one are we going with? I think um.
1: Probably not Andy's.
0: I think that. What was yours again, Dougal? I've forgotten. Oh, I've also forgotten. Okay,
1: well, I, I did give
0: it an endorsement, but...
1: I you did give it an endorsement, it and I think because it's one endorsement to zero, we can probably explore that later on.
0: I did, No, I really did like axes. Oh, I okay, Actually, okay. I genuinely want to be reminded of yours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is that taking a leak outside the bathroom is way more satisfying. See, that's a non-starter. Like, especially as, out. especially out. as well, because it, it
0: marginalises most of the female audience on CHP that I think it's definitely is it, more it marginalises
1: the, the female audience more than saying females don't have real friends
0: no, <laughs> no, as, in, as in they can't be they're not really as part of the conversation <laughs> they're out. not really as part of the conversation okay all right. I, uh, Alex I, I can, Alex can do I his
1: I think his is a bit silly but we can um, explore it anyway of course, we'll um, some
0: exploration tings Right, okay. so what, what else got? What we got on today? On the agenda today, we've got um, our domestic story on the New South Wales election. Um, it appears that Gladys has secured... Oh, you doing the story,
2: eight. No, I'm giving a little... <laughs> I'm giving a, a, a slight synthesis, mate. Dude, it is warm in here. You're going to have to stop being Yeah, it here.
0: does... You do have a tendency... You, over the past couple of weeks, you have been quite snippy. I think you just need <laughs> to calm, calm it, down it down a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, does Gladys has won. Um, so that's what we'll be covering, as well as uh, the Mueller investigation. My uh, favorite story of the uh, last two years. Besides for Justice Smollett. Smollett. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Zan will be giving a little bit of uh, ooh ah on the Mueller investigation, um, and as well, we've got some beta males. A uh, splattering of beta males. Uh, I've got
1: two nominations. One from uh, one of is a professor at my university.
0: Wow. So if you if you want to hear about Dougal's rant about his professor at university, stick around.
2: Like, don't forget to like and subscribe.
0: Don't forget to like, share. Every interaction really really <laughs> helps us. Um. So I think we cut the BS, get down to bidnet, Doogie C, I think you're up on the New South Wales election.
1: Okay, boys and girls. As about uh, an hour ago, when I was doing the research, the Coalition have. It uh, looks like they they will form a government um, and will probably form a majority government. They currently had, uh, well, currently, as of an hour ago, had 46 seats, um, 34 for Liberals, 12 for the Nats, um, and they need 47 to form a majority, but there were several independents who are willing to work with the uh, Liberal government anyway, so it looks like they will form a government regardless. Um, <clears throat> it looks like... Uh, Labor has lost, and Michael Daly, however, is seeking to remain leader of the uh, opposition Labor Party in New South Wales. Um, the Liberals only lost the seat of Coogee, however, the Nats, the Nationals, have lost the seat of Lismore to Labor, then lost Bowen and Murray to the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers, uh, while they're also under pressure in Dubbo. Uh, other notable... Uh, occurrences was Mark Latham won a seat in the Senate Um, and I think that kind of gives you all you need to know I think um, some people think it's important to say that Gladys is the first woman elected Premier by New South Wales people maybe I don't know if that's an important point Um, I just feel like she was probably the better person for the job so she got elected I don't really care if she's a woman I just say good job Gladys Um, and uh what do you think?
2: Alex? Um, it is what it is. Um, the, it, it's very apparent that the kind of emotional swell, the undercurrent particularly um, propagated mm-hmm. by the younger generation obviously just didn't stick with the older generation. Um, I think you obviously have some kind of um, they're like they're, they're parallel tracks, but they're, one is the kind of Labor-Greens and the other one's Liberal, obviously. It just appears that the Liberal demographic, the older demographic, which was just mm-hmm. um, more, more prevalent because it was a pretty serious campaign that the Greens-Labor even, like, keeps it in the open run as well. They picked up um, a, little, uh, a reasonable percentage for a party of their size as well. Um, it obviously looks as if... Um, the state elections, no one really pays that close attention to. If we're honest, um, and it's often it's often kind of a symptom of what is happening at a federal level. But mm. I don't have any. I, I don't have any. I'm not exuberant about Gladys' win. I'm not um, depressed or shocked or whatever mm. it is. What it is, um, we'll just have to see how it goes. I don't like the whole um, oh the first female premier, like the big exaltation because she's a woman. We should be trying to normalize female achievement, mm. um, and, and instead of just like. Uh, Pedestaling every single woman that does something great as if it's kind of some kind of exception to the rule where there's some kind of outlier. We should be saying, um, female's great, they can do the job. Um, they did the job. It's not, they did the job because they're a woman type of thing. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, don't mind a bit of keep Sydney open, actually. Andos, what do you think? I
0: think um, Daly made it pretty tough on himself, I think. He had a... Um he would have had a, a good chance of winning, and he, a couple of fatal errors, including uh, the, Chinese the, Chinese the Chinese comment. Issue. which our good friend Jeff Lee uh, jumped on as the Minister of Multiculturalism, or something like that. And he's our uh, the, our representative in Parramatta. He had a uh, bit to say about that. So I think that Daly made it very tough on himself. Um, I think I don't think really much of what happened really it just ha- it just happened really <laughs> it did yeah
1: <laughs> it hard hitting analysis it's not going to it's not going to happen but, have it, but if we're going to say well well, I think
2: Gladys managed the economy well allegedly mm-hmm.
1: good infrastructure I think
2: yeah. maybe we'll see we'll see these things often get um, substantially more expensive as it goes on yeah. um, but I think the lesson would be if we were going to say well what is the lesson out of this election particularly for an opposition um and more particularly for the left, for the left coming out of this. Um, The problem when you play identity politics is if you forget where you're up to and if you forget what you've said previously, uh, you're going to struggle and you get caught out quite easily because when you try and um, separate people into classes and races and make particular comments about, and uh, races in general, in the sense that you ignore individuality, this is the kind of stuff that you get caught up in and it's very difficult to come back from, um, particularly when... One of your platforms is social justice, equitable treatment under the law, um, anti-discrimination, fairness, you know, we're going to stop racism, all that stuff. It's very difficult to do that when you run a platform of identity politics. Um, That's what I would say the lesson would be, probably.
1: Okay, good. Well, we're going to try and keep this podcast relatively short, because this room is cooking. And we tend to do go quite a lot of time, so I'm saying we should probably move to the mule investigation.
0: Yeah,
2: just right into it, I reckon. Get your hands dirty. Sure. So... Um, we've already covered kind of the Mueller investigation to a degree in the sense that we already discussed the findings of the Senate Intelligence Committee, where the Senate Intelligence Committee um, passed down uh, the judgment that said that they could not find any direct evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Um, we also mentioned the fact that the Mueller investigation, which has been running since 2016, um. Yes, uh, has been running since 2016. Has handed out a bunch of indictments, but they weren't related directly to collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. Now, Friday, 5 o'clock, American time, Mueller gives his report to uh, Attorney General William Barr. Um, A reporter from the New York Times says uh, that it looks like there is going to be no further indictments related to collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians arising from the report. So this is what you call a nothing burger with cheese. This is uh, one of the biggest witch hunts that we have ever seen in political history. Um, there was no findings. And it's
1: one of the ones where I think everyone kind of knew at the start that it was a witch hunt, but it was more of like the allegation itself will do damage.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's been quite remarkable as well because you, all, I would say the vast majority of... Uh, people would crumble under the immense scrutiny that both uh, Donald and his whole family was placed under, particularly Donald Donald Jr. uh, and Jared. Um, The smearing, the unjustified allegations, the continued innuendo, the... Oh, and the continued um, front-page breaking
1: stories, which were then retracted on page six about a week later.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um, If you ever wanted to see the way in which the deep state... Tries to isolate, alienate, and annihilate an individual. This is kind of the way that they do it. They slam them with false accusations to the extent where it just feels like it doesn't even matter if they're true or not. Your reputation has been damaged to the extent that it's just not worth going on anymore. Um, but to the Donster's credit, he is the Hulk. He is uh, like. That ship in the movie, where every the deeper they go, the pressure just solidifies him further. He, get, he, he his hull gets stronger and stronger and stronger underneath the pressure. And in fairness, um, it seems as if this is almost going to turn out to be a, a victory for Trump in the sense that he's been able to identify and have people on the record um, who were supposed to be unbiased, were supposed to be. Um, Nonpartisan, but have been on the record as slamming Trump and uh, portraying him as some kind of Russia's puppet. Um, and they've all been outed now. We, all, we know who all those guys are now. So they've destroyed their credibility. Um, I think Trump's going to come out. Uh, Trump played golf on Saturday with Kid Rock. That's how relaxed he was about the findings of the Mueller investigation. <laughs> he went to Mar-a-Lago and played golf. So, And you should remember as well that it's if you're dumping news at five o'clock on Friday, that's garbage time. That's garbage time minutes. Um, that's Nick Collison time at the OKC Thunder. That's when you send Don't the scrubs in. Don't disrespect the goat like that. Um, so it's an absolute nothing burger. I think it's a major victory for Trump. Um, it's for all the people who are sceptical about the extent to which he was a Russian puppet and the Russian influence in the election. This is a major victory. And um, the haters have been exposed. And um, I want to see them brought to justice. Mm.
1: Oh well, I mean, I've I've been pretty consistent. I was open. I mean, I just do- I doubted they'd find something. If they did find something, I'd have a look at it. But every time they said they found something, it just was total nothing burger. Um, and it was like uh, some guy just wanting to get some airtime on on the New York Times or on the Washington Post or something. Um, and it turned out to be false. Like there was multiple breaking news things like this is the thing that's going to bury Trump, and they the just walls are closing in. Um, you know, it's it was just just terrible. Um, I don't think anybody's surprised, and I think it kind of vindicates Trump. It uh, it it definitely helps him and contributes uh authenticity to his fake news media narrative. Yeah. Um. So this is, I think, could be a big win for Trump because I think it's, I think you know, the conclusion that the real hard people who really hate Trump are coming to us that. Putin got to Mueller. Or the Russians got to Mueller, and it's like they're gonna have to, you know, it's it's stretching.
2: It's they're gonna stretching. have to do some serious logical acrobatics. Yeah, they're gonna have to do uh, some serious, serious acrobatics. some serious Seriously. tortured logic. So I'll just go through a couple of reactions to it. Um, so prior. We had uh, on Thursday. We had Democratic presidential uh, candidate Beto O'Rourke, whose real name is Roberts. He's actually Irish. Um, he also was involved in a hit and run and driving under the influence in between nineteen ninety 1990 to nineteen ninety three. Uh, Democrats have hidden that because he's the new star, the new star child of the Democrat Democratic Party. He said on Thursday. There is a beyond a shadow of a doubt that Trump colluded with the Russians. So, obviously, on Friday, he had to have a little bit of humble pie. Beta, beta O'Rourke. Bill up. Maher, right? This is Hollywood, okay? Did the Democrats put... Quote, did the Democrats put much, too much trust in the Mueller report? Because I don't need the Mueller report to know he's a traitor. I have a TV. Well, Bill Maher, that almost deserves a nomination for that ridiculous... He not get
1: a nomination. Just, that's a total beta statement.
2: He also said um, that he hopes the economy goes into a recession... Um, so that it looks like Trump's mismanaging the economy. That's what mm. he said as well. Mm. And obviously, you know, that's all well and good when you're worth $100 million, like Bill Maher is, but if you're mm. living check to check, um, recessions kill people. So thanks, Bill Maher. Quote, uh, Chelsea Handler, another Chelsea Ha-Handler.
1: Lately, what's she been up to lately?
2: She's a complete...
0: I any, any word there, she's <sighs> She's scum.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Handler said, "Quote: If I'm being politi- uh, being completely honest, I'm very sexually attracted to Robert Mueller. I know it's not meant to be, but that doesn't mean I won't hang a poster of him above my bed." So this is, you can just see where these pe- like what kind of bubble these people are living in um, inside Los Angeles. It's just bizarre. Um, now Rachel Maddow. There is a video going around of Rachel Maddow Rach. uh, crying when she was delivering the findings, or very, getting very very teary uh, when she was suggesting you know when she found out that there yeah, was she definitely a... did
1: cry when trump got elected right yeah
2: she did she did um i don't know how, yeah i don't know how you're supposed to be a, uh, a, a, news a non-partisan news anchor when you cry when someone gets elected yeah <laughs> it's pretty difficult uh quote in terms of what the mueller investigation's conclusion means and what it found we we own, know only the smallest little bits This is the start of something, apparently, not the end of something. Well, I'll tell you, Rachel Maddow, I will save you the waiting. Um, I will take the years off uh, this uh, suspension of findings. Uh, You won't find anything, hasn't found anything. Uh, The Trumpster is clean. You are part of the deep state just as much as anyone else. Um, You are a puppet for the DNC uh, and social justice warriors everywhere. I wanna nominate you for a beta male uh, nomination. Um, because of your continued continued fabrication uh, of the events surrounding the election uh, and also your continued smearing of trump and his family uh rachel maddow you can go suck eggs as far as i'm concerned
0: donald's too slick
1: too quick stick and
0: move the big 70 year old man Got some serious mass to him, and he still runs circles around these
2: these scrubs. The thing is, the thing is now Trump will do something, and I'll question it, and I'll think. But if I'm honest, who's more likely to know the game plan, me or Trump? <laughs> I am just at the opinion now, where I just assume Trump is five steps ahead.
0: Could <laughs> be. That's
2: it's just like when um,
0: Bill Shorten was asked, uh, "What do you think of Julia Gillard's uh, statements on this and this?" and he goes, "Look." I haven't heard them, but I'm sure I fully support them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, absolute. There was um, a Bill Shorten camera. <laughs> there was a
2: video of um, Bill Shorten going around after the, did you see after the Christchurch things, where he he um, did his spiel. He was like, "This is a disgrace. We need to unify, whatever." And at the end of the video, he goes, "Was that alright? Did I do? Did I do okay?" Yeah. The camera. Yeah, he's
1: it, okay. Well, that's a good segue. Are you finished with Russia?
2: I'm happy with Russia. Uh, I'm happy to bury this story as well, but it's just this, you know. Mm-hmm. Keep... One, that's one for the good guys, I would say.
1: One for the good guys. Um, you know, one step away from the brink of destruction for this beautiful world we live on. Um, now into. What the hell was that? <laughs> what, what was that? The absolute F was that? Well, it said Jordan Peterson uh, said every. Every lie you tell or every pathological act you do brings the world one step closer to destruction and every good thing you do brings the world one step further away from the brink.
2: Well, he makes a good point and it's almost like a confronting point. He says, well, the logical thing would be you have to decide whether nothing you do matters or everything you do matters. And it matters so much that it's almost like the fate of the universe depends on every single action you take.
1: Yeah, so Andy, how about Andy and Alex, just to quickly apologise for that one, and we'll be right on to beta uh, mail. When you, uh, uh, you, uh, you apologise, okay. and, and also um, when you
0: <laughs> apologise for locking me out of the house last night, then you didn't get
1: an apology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Beta males of the week. Now, this is an interesting one, and um, I don't know if this will be well received, I don't even know if this will get any attention, or no one will listen, or maybe some people will listen, and maybe the beta male who gets nominated will listen too, Um This man, his name is Nick Reimer, Nick Reimer, uh, my my apologies if that's not actually how to say your name, R-E-I-M-E-R. Reimer. He's a senior lecturer in English and Linguistics at the University of Sydney, um, loves a bit of, uh, linguistics, the literary, uh, literary critic from, um, who's that guy? Um, anyway. Chomsky. No, 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 not Chomsky, different guy. Anyway, I'll, I'll think of his name later, um. Anyway, he wrote both of these uh, articles are articles in the wake of Christchurch and while we are very happy to condemn uh, what Fraser Anning said, I think um, some of the uh, articles coming from the left are equally deserving of condemnation. Um, okay, so... Um, this one is was in the wake of Christchurch um he said uh his his argument is that we have to leave the ramsey center because it's uh white you know promotes white supremacy um and the quote from the article is many, is, is several, he said, many academics have accused Ramsey of being the intellectual face of a Western supremacist politics and therefore fundamentally incompatible with universities' obligation to support multiculturalism. Should I just explain what um, the Ramsey
0: Centre is, quickly?
1: Yeah, so the Ramsey Centre is, I think it was established in 2017. It um, provides scholarships and a few different things and also tried to set up like a bachelor's degree at several different universities, like a bachelor's degree in uh, Western civilization. And so that's been condemned by uh, several, you know, academics of, um, you know, one persuasion. Um, and this is like a tactic of, um, of some uh, reporters and some news outlets. Uh, Jordan Peterson gets the same treatment where they say academics have accused Jordan Peterson of being a white supremacist or uh, the alleged white supremacist, Jordan Peterson. Like, the dude's the furthest thing away from a white supremacist. And the Ramsey Institute, as far as I can tell, is, as well, they're not saying we need to, you know, have, like, a, a replacement theory or we need to, like, um, you know, keep Australia's demographic, uh, you know, white. Um, but Milo gets the same treat. Milo gets the same treatment. He
2: gets, he gets labelled alt-right all the time. And Milo says... I mean, just
1: because he's, not, he's gay and he's a black says, husband... Milo like,
2: goes, the alt-right hate me. Yeah, they hate
1: lie, me. Don't like to hate him. Um, the second thing he said was, if Australian universities really want to combat Islamophobia after Christchurch, only one course is possible: abandon Ramsey immediately. Um, and I mean, do you remember that guy who um, like shot uh, Scalia at the baseball practice yeah, like a couple yeah, of years ago? Yeah, so it uh, was uh, like
2: American, uh, I think he's senator,
1: Anthony. Yeah, senator. yeah Scalia. Scalia, just an average Republican senator, um, got shot at like the whole Republican team. Yeah. Baseball team that there was practicing for a, a Senate baseball game, I think. Yeah, so, um, yeah. got sh- got copped a drive-by from a full Bernie supporter, and then at the end of the day, it wasn't. No one was, you know, no one on the right was like, "This is Bernie Sanders' fault." Um, They're like, "This dude's obviously got some problems," and we yeah. can have a disagreement on politics. It doesn't mean that the, you know, the people themselves are responsible for the actions of people who who support them, um, and it's you know, it's just ridiculous um in the same way you could totally use the same logic to say we have to get um any acceptance of islam out of sydney university because of terrorism right that would be the same logic uh as that they would say we have to um because of the actions of some terrorists and we have to totally eliminate uh anything sympathetic to islam it's like that's the same logic
2: So we should. I think we should just clarify as well what the, what the role of the Ramsey Center is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The Ramsey Center was established in, as you said, in 2017 um, through an extraordinary endowment by the late Mr. Paul Ramsey. Now, so that so the the purpose of the Ramsey um, Center is to advance education by promoting studies and discussion associated with the establishment and development of Western civilization, including through establishing scholarship funds and educational coordinate courses in partnership with universities. Now. What has happened, obviously, is for whatever reason, um, there has been uh, uh, people have equated Western civilization with white people, mm. um, and that's just not the case. And the funniest
1: thing is, is like probably the book that's at the most centre of uh, Western civilization, uh, the Bible, was written by a bunch of Arabs in the Middle East. It wasn't written by white people. It was written by brown people.
2: And even if you go back to the Greeks. Mm. Uh, the Greeks aren't white. Last mm. time I checked, uh, you go through Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. Um, yeah, they're not white. Mm. Those guys are Greeks, uh, Mediterranean. So the, the, what Western civilization is as much a culmination of ideas mm. uh, as it is a geographical area um, defined by particular people. Mm. There are um, Chinese mm. people in Australia who are m- more sympathetic to Western civilization than. Uh, white people
1: mm. and I mean the other thing is it's like you try to s- throw out the term white supremacy as if like you know pe- people are just uh, are being Nazis over here you know you know who, who Hitler wasn't a white supremacist he was an Aryan supremacist right he hated the Slavs he hated the Russians um, and we we love Russian books as well you know we love Dostoyevsky we also personally quite like Ayn Rand who guess what is a woman immigrant uh, philosopher um, and so then to throw white supremacy in, like, it's just, it's the, the whole concept of it is, is wrong on every level. Um,
2: I so just might quickly say, Thomas Sowell has a good point on why intellectuals, um, intellectuals, particularly university professors, have this thing where they're, they're an expert in a very, very small field, but they often find themselves... Um, feeling like because they are an expert and they are an academic that they have the obligation to comment on social Mm. and cultural issues right because they are of the uh, higher IQ class higher IQ order Mm. but he says um they have an expertise in a very very small field one step outside of that field and they're up the creek without a paddle except Mm. they just don't recognize it because they feel like they have an obligation to Mm. so Bobby Fisher who's a chess champion Mm. um even though he has an extraordinarily high IQ and is an unbelievable chess player, if he was trying to advocate or for a cause related to the Vietnam War, for example, or mm. the world wars, he, he may not have any idea. Just because you have a, an extraordinary amount of knowledge in one particular area does not then mean that you become an expert or are, are able to accurately and adequately diagnose an issue elsewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Okay, good. Now the second article I wanted to um consider was a Slate news article written by Rachel Withers, who's a New York-based writer and producer but is uh an Australian citizen. Um her article uh title is Christchurch um oh, I'll get the title in a sec. The the URL didn't quite have the title in it, but One of the quotes from the article is that it is not unreasonable to place some measure of blame on those who have stoked the international spread of white supremacist ideology. Um, The second quote is that we must condemn hate speech, not just when uh, someone like Anning goes too far, we must deny visas to alt-right figures who come to our shores expecting a friendly welcome, not just in the wake of right-wing terrorist attacks, but always we must fight the normalization of Islamophobia and above all, this is the, the killer. Above all, we must accept responsibility for the hatred we have normalized. Okay, and the title of this article was um, the Christchurch shootings should implicate all white Australians. Shame and apologies not enough in confronting our country's virulent racism. Um, and it's like this is exactly uh, these are exactly the same news outlets, um, which will tell you. Uh, the the total opposite when it comes to Islamic terror attacks um, the only difference is that I would consider is that um, you know you don't get to choose if you're white you don't get to choose if you're white you do really get to choose your religion um, so in terms of culpability um, I don't think the whiteness is there and I look I don't think like m- normal Muslims are responsible for Muslim terror attacks as well um, but I think that like, um you are uh, you are stretching it when you're saying because you have a skin color with someone who did a bad thing um, that means you are you know that means you are, you are partially responsible um, and I just think like if that was to, if that article was to come out on the right to say that all Muslims were responsible for uh, terror attacks or like every Muslim in in uh, Turkey is responsible for ISIS or it would be it would be like front page news. It would yeah, be of course uh, Smackdown. It was, it's and it's just not the right way to go. And I think even the people who are critical of Islam and critical of Islamic immigration, they even say we recognize that the majority of Muslims are good law abiding people. Um, that's the first thing they say. The first thing they say is not um, all the Muslims are responsible for, you know, the terror attacks of the Islamic State or throughout Europe or throughout the Western world. Um, and so I think there's a total double standard in the analysis um, and I think um, you know, I think it just should we should have a bit of an equal uh, consideration of um, both sides and apply standards equally
2: oh yeah, you're 100% right um, and it, it, it is the, the same people the, 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 the same people who, can, who, who uh, suggest well we shouldn't You know, use the broad brush. Okay, that's their favorite term. Well, we can't slam all Muslims with a broad brush. A white guy goes into a mosque and kills a whole bunch of people, and then all of a sudden, all white people have to apologize Mm. and have to. um, And then, not only that, the scary thing is right, and is is that this attack, and you can already see it, is being used as a means by which people can score political points and grind political axes. This is already happening. So you, you can already see that, well, there's there's now a push to, for instance, censor uh, pa- particular viewpoints. Censor mm-hmm. um, particularly, not just like the extreme aspects on the right, but for instance, uh, there's a massive push to say, well, no one from One Nation should be able to get a platform on any major television network, for mm-hmm. example. Um, and then the thing is, it just keeps creeping, creeping, creeping more towards the centre. Um, there is, But in terms of the point about the double standard, of course, it, it's... It is very difficult to establish a, a victim uh, oppressive narrative when um, you don't apply the double standard. Because in the situations where the double standard gets crossed, the whole thing fall, collapses in and on itself. Uh, and this is what you see. Now of course, um, when you say, well people don't choose to be white, um, and, but to a degree uh, people can choose to be uh, a Muslim, uh, that is true. That is true. And I think we should also recognise the fact that there is, of course, there is the theological aspect of Islam, and there is also the political aspect. This is the one that, you know, the, the law... The Wahhabism. And, uh, the Wahhabism and... The Yeah, exactly. And kind of um, turning a state into a theocracy, right? And that's the aspect that's scary. No one's saying... Look, there are uh, the, the pure theological, the pure uh, kind of the peaceful aspects of Islam need to be totally uprooted. But we're, we're, we're having a look and we're saying, well, white people need to, all white people need to apologise and come to grips with themselves. Um, it doesn't make sense. It's dumb. It's actually quite dangerous. Um, and it's just, again, this self flagellation of white people whenever they see like a minority that's been oppressed or in danger it's like that scene out of the Da Vinci Code where the priest is just whipping himself for the sins you know but it's not our sin. it's not personal it's not like I was the person responsible but I'm going to be the one to apologise it doesn't make sense it's not at that point the logic there's no logical restriction so it just never ends we're just Mm. going to continue to apologise for stuff that other white people did Mm. it's not helpful it's not productive
0: anything to say Andos? Oh, a couple of good nominations, I think.
2: Um.
1: Okay, who do we want? We've got Rachel Withers, who wrote the last one. we got Abandoned the Ramsey Centre. got Bill Maher and Rachel Maddow.
2: I would say Rob Mueller as well. Um, you would take Bobby Mueller? Yeah, Bob Mueller. Why? He could have wrapped this up well well before he, he chose to drag this on. And then to dump it at 5pm on a Friday is a, is a low act. So you get a bad amount of nomination for that.
1: Okay. In my estimation. I reckon... Uh, we nominate um, Bill Maher for his total intellectual dishonesty, his refusal to look at the fact, and uh, his quote, um, I didn't need the Mueller report to know he's a traitor, I have a TV. Well, that's the problem, Bill, is it? there's that much damn fake news, yeah. and then that much other people who watch fake news, you think that because they watch the TV with all the fake news on it, they know everything. It's, it's a vicious circle. It's a vicious cycle of... Fake news. ...uninformed... Bubbles,
2: they're the bubble people down there in Los Angeles. It's remarkable. I think it's the um, global capital of soy. Is what I've heard. I wouldn't be it's surprised. Nice. The soy.
1: Okay, nice work, Bill Mar. Um, well, I think that one's pretty much going to wrap us up unless I we have any more. Oh, we, oh, we, we gotta go to to Dr. Dr. got to do jump to conclusions. Alex to explain Zan's conclusion. Okay. Why do girls have no real friends who are girls, especially best friends? And I want to hear this criteria for what the real friends are. How many of us, in the words of Kanye West? Okay,
2: well, look, this is largely um, observational and anecdotal. Uh, But in the world of social sciences, a lot of that is uh, hard evidence. So, what I'm going to say is this. From what I have noticed, from the rapid speed from which girls will jump from best friend to best friend, Um, to from best friend to not being friends from uh, an extremely lax criteria for best friend you'll often hear a girl say oh yeah she was my best friend in year 8 English or something like that we were so close right Uh, and it's now second year at university Um, and they're all friends and but you've never heard of them before in talking to this girl Um, they've never been in photos but they are best friends I'd say when You classify everything as best friends, you don't have best friends, okay? Everything cannot be, you can't have everything and nothing all at once, right? My tendency is to say that's not true. And also, the fact is that when, in many examples from what you see, and this is the kind of, the whipped narrative from a bloke, the reason why a female, in my estimation, will dominate a male's time to the extent where guys become whipped is because, the criteria for having a previous best friend was so slim and so uh, non-restrict, non-restrictive that then it's a very easy transition to, to go to the bloke. That's very, very easy for them. Whereas guys, the perpetual struggle is, can I find time to go see the boys? The girls is, can I make more time to see the guy? Right? Because prior, there wasn't. they didn't have actual best friends. That would be my pitch.
0: Well, I was... Um out last night talking to the boyfriend of one of my good friends and he goes i just don't know who we like and who we don't like it changes from week to week Uh, i thought we hated her now she's back in the good books um so i think there
1: is a strong case i think there's um i'm i'm sympathetic to alex's point of view i think the um just in relation to why some guys get whipped um, and to Andy's mate who sounds very whipped that he can't make up who he likes without uh, the permission of his girlfriend. Um, no, no, no.
2: He was saying that the girl is talking to the boyfriend and the boyfriend is saying, oh, I thought we didn't like that yeah, last because, time. I mean, it's the girl who, who
1: keeps chopping and changing. But that's what I'm saying, is that he's saying, I didn't know who we liked or not, and the we is saying that his girlfriend is deciding who he does and doesn't like. Well,
2: obviously, no, 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 but when he's talking about we, he's talking. He's assigning the a we to her.
0: It's... Okay, yeah. well, whatever the case may be... Of course the boyfriend's going to take that
1: side and be at yeah. the side of yeah. his Yeah, so that's what I'm girlfriend. saying, is he's whipped, right? Yeah. Um, and in a lot of whippage cases... Look, you can always stand back and say, well, it's the girlfriend who whipped the bloke, so it's the girl's fault, but really it's not a helpful conclusion to come to. Um, what you should understand is that if you're a bloke who's whipped, it is because you have failed to set any strong boundaries uh, and it's your own damn fault... And you should say to the girl, um, look, darling, um, I'd love to go out on a date with you uh, next week, but tonight I'm going to see the boys. Um, Good evening. I'll see you later. You can also say to the girl, um, I know you don't like this person, but I have never had a reason to dislike them. uh, So I'm going to go and have a lovely conversation with them. And if you're not okay with that, then we're going to have a problem. That's what you say to the I, girlfriend. Yeah, I think you're
2: mischaracterising what he actually... What well, that, actually I'm not even saying,
1: saying that in relation to okay. Jamie. I'm saying that in terms of okay. the guys who are whipped in general. Yeah, no, I'm sure. saying it represents, it represents essentially a, a, ba- there's a there's a baitedness associated sure. with... Not okay. baitedness, I, I, set I, I boundaries. agree, but that doesn't,
2: that doesn't actually disprove my point, though. Well, I'm and not I, saying I'm not arguing against you. I just said in relation yeah, to this one. General also, the yeah. also, I think that is a, a
0: dangerous way to approach uh, your relationship with your significant other. Mostly because I see, um, the it's sort of, it's similar to a sporting team. I would say a relationship with uh, with a female in that you're both yeah, so, so this close is your to problem, each problem.
1: This is your problem, Andy. Is that are, team you not, gets, are you not are you not going to let team, me speak? Your team, are you team not gets let me blown speak? out by forty, and then you're to us with sports team
2: analogies. Why would I take this relationship advice? Dougal's getting sick. Come on, Anderson. I'm listening. Um, I'm where I? I was saying through.
0: okay, so. You're sort of banded together by, it's almost like a common cause and a goal that you two would have to eventually sort of, like, if you're in a relationship, you're hoping that eventually you, of course, like, spend the rest of your life with this person is what I'd assume in most cases, right? The goal of a sporting team is to, like, win, get a championship or whatever. And if I dislike someone on the other team, the rest of the boys on my sporting team are also going to dislike them. That happened a lot throughout the season where I talked a lot of smack to other people and my boys came and we as a collective group realized that it was better off to achieve our goal if we all were set on this one thing. So if you are part of this relationship, you and you have this goal of like a long-term relationship with your partner, then choosing to like not, uh, not trust them in their decisions on people is something that is very dangerous, I would say. We don't have any, that's
1: just ridiculous.
0: Uh, if you um, obviously you should trust the decision making of your significant other. If they hate someone or dislike someone, then you should like probably. But sure, you're saying you should trust their decision making at the expense of your own. Well, I mean, it's mostly in it's mostly in situations. <laughs> in and that's which what you the definition of. It's witness. mostly in situations where you don't have a say in it or you don't see the things that are going on. Like if my if if my uh, girlfriend, if I had one, um, was like. Uh, exposed to like uh, her friendship group or whatever and one of them falls out with the group then i don't know anything about it the only thing i hear is from that source of my of my girlfriend i would say and then her decision making would be what i would make my decision off.
2: regardless regardless if we can just bring it back to, to the top to the conclusion i think um it's fairly self-evident that my conclusion holds um, I would say that they. Uh, uh, I think
1: so because init- you, you, initially you said girls don't have real friends. Yeah. And then it's, at the end you just said girls don't have best friends. And real friends is different to best friends. I
0: think they can be extrapolated, but. Um,
1: Andy thethoros to today. They're
2: what are you mean? Being Why mean? Are you being such they're a being mean? Dude you um, just mad because he's getting. But I, I would just say, um, guys just make better. Must just make better best friends. I think it's um. I find it funny,
0: the girls who, like, share things off, like, Kanye's diary on Facebook about, like, all their friends being snakes are usually the ones in themselves that are the snakes. <laughs> Is it yeah. funny?
2: You, you know, the, the saying that goes around that you are the average of your uh, three or four best friends, right? Um, I think that's fairly true, um, but I just think you see the way in which girls can hop from best friend to best friend to best friend to best friend um guys have pretty much the same best friend for for life or best friends but if they have a new best friend he stays a best friend he doesn't fall in fall out
0: yeah i agree like anecdotally personally my best friends have been i've had a couple from kindy year one and then the, like one guy who's been a, like a real late addition to the best friend group, the latest is like year eight. And we don't switch up on each other, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Good. So I think that's it. Okay. I
2: think it stands. Are you happy for it to stand? I
0: don't mind. a bit the today. How's that fence you're sitting on? I don't mind. don't mind it, do I? I think, um, I think that draws us to a conclusion here. Yeah, maybe for the first time ever on time. Do we have any uh, closing remarks? Closing <laughs> comments, anything to drag it on for a little bit?
1: Um beta mail to Ealing Police, who on their Instagram posted a photo of one of their officers carrying a bunch of scissors, who said, following anti-knife crime talks at Stockley Academy School today, Year 7 students help make their schools a much safer place by handing Safer Schools Officer PC uh, McGigan they're dangerous scissors excellent day fantastic result hashtag Saver schools they had to hand in their scissors to the police because of knife crime in
2: well, the this UK well is, this is one of the, this is the problem with the UK right is um, when you look at guns for example okay, um,
1: are we really going to go into guns now when we've just had our first time we're going to finish up on I think
2: I was just going to make a quick point okay jeez that what happens is when you ban the guns even though gun crime goes down violent crime goes up So, and this is exactly what's happened in in England. Knife crime has skyrocketed. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'll just say. I think if we're
0: banning dangerous stationery, there's a guy in my class in year two who ate glue. (laughs) I think that we're going to have to take the the glue sticks as well.
2: School bags as well if you fill them up. With books
0: are pretty uh, lethal. When they explode with chopping milk. Gee whiz, that's a
2: dangerous situation to be in. I mean, you talk about uh, school bags, like you know, the mental health and the mental safety when, if your bag gets nuggeted in a busy day. What's nuggeted? You never had your bag nuggeted. <laughs> what, what, what's nuggeting? Nugget's when you turn the bag, <laughs> you take all the books out, turn the bag inside out, and then you zip it up the other way, reverse it. Uh, the- so it's just the inside of the bag. Ding-da- and then, you know, you can do it up with like, a cable tie or something like that. You can mix it. It's fun.
0: I think we do with school bags. we used to just flip them over people's heads. Especially, <laughs> like, you <like, laughs> have
2: them on, you flip them over <laughs> <laughs> I had a school. I fell over once. I had a school, coming out of chapel, I had a school bag that was so heavy. And for whatever reason, I think someone just, I think it might have been an email or someone just, like, pushed me off to the side a little bit. And I just had all my books in there. Like, I just got the school. And it was just, so, I just tipped over.
0: Mm, yeah, in um, I think
2: it was I was in. seven. a gonna tipping. <laughs> I was in
0: year seven or eight, just walking walking down to PE, and one of my buddies like pushed me a little bit forward with my school bag, and then ripped it back as hard as he could. And the whiplash was the most painful thing I've ever experienced. Imagine <laughs> 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 that big long neck of oh. it's just whiplash.
1: <laughs> it's got a few personal experiences regarding whiplash. <laughs> so on the other end. There was uh, a time at our farm. <laughs> Um, when we had a really close family friend, uh, who just bought a brand new spanking new buggy, buggy, brand new buggy would have cost, I reckon probably 10 grand at least. Oh, and the rest, man, and the rest. brand new buggy, I was just driving one of the old, um, driving like a gator, like a little four-wheeler type of scenario. And, um, anyway, mum and, uh, our family friend and a few of the other kids, uh, hanging out on the, uh. In Just a paddock. having a picnic in a, paddock. in a paddock on the lake. So you know what a paddock is, there's like hundreds and hundreds of metres of room and the whole thing's a parking lot, right? You can park anywhere, you can drive anywhere. There's essentially uh, no rules except don't, don't hit the other people in the paddock, right? So we were coming in from driving around, like having a good time, driving around the farm. Um, I pull up next to Mum uh, who's just having a lovely picnic? I think she just came back from a hip replacement. Came back world. from a hip replacement, probably. I was um, parked in the car. Um, I reckon I was parked there for about five minutes, and it gets, <laughs> Andy it
0: gets changed, and <laughs> all the aspects of the story which are incriminating on me just get.
1: Out of proportion. I reckon I was parked there for at least five minutes. Why would you still be in the
2: gator?
1: Because <laughs> oh, I was five just having a nice for... chat with Mark. It's nice to sit there. It's nice yeah. to sit there in the sun on the gator. Because sometimes you're eating the flies. Um, and Andy, coming about 100 miles an hour in our family friend's brand spanking new buggy, comes up and rams me perfectly... <laughs> In the behind of the gator. And I had, I almost broke my neck. I whipped it back, almost knocked, okay. knocked my head open like on me, the back, on the back do want of the you me to uh, just provide, on the back of the thing? Provide and, the one And point. Andy totaled this, our friend's buggy. Okay. Written okay. off, it was Written a ride off. off. Let me
0: provide you the one Ran's point. you. The one point. Right in front of him. The whole panic. Like your whole story is completely exaggerated by the one point that you've got the vehicles mixed up. <laughs> You were in the brand, sp- it wasn't even brand spanking new, it was just their bloody buggy that you were sitting in. I was about, I'd say a second and a half behind you as we were tearing through and you smacked the brakes. The Gators brakes are notoriously, notoriously whack. Smacked the brakes, but it wouldn't stop. I tried to swerve up, but gotcha. Swerved right into me. No. Um, regardless, regardless, regardless. Look, not everything's about you, Dougal. This is tangential. This is why we go
2: over. Yeah, you're getting up me for a quick spiel. I thought, run. if we all decided to go over, then might as well contribute. In for a penny, in for a pound. This might, this might have to just be like an
0: extras bit that we release separate to the actual thing because this is. We welcome you to some bonus material. <laughs> <laughs> a few minutes extra from the director's cut. Andy and his guests. And his what? Guests. You, I think I think we're done here. I think we're done. Great Cool
2: beans cool. Thanks for being with us By the way um, See you next week Don't next forget week. to like And
0: subscribe Next week I'll be here With a shaved head
2: So a Little skin head
0: Little skin head Looking
2: like the white. Also next week um, We should give a shout out To Charlie Joyner Who's fighting next week Down in tookley So if you want to join We're going to be there um, Me and Doug's Going to be on the beers Andy's driving us up It's going to be great I Might have to take two cars For that actually But we'll, we'll figure something out I doubt it I doubt um, it <laughs> <laughs> Okay See you later. See you later. Peace and love.